0: Hello, and welcome to Richmond Kickers Weekly. My name is Daryl Grove, and I'm joined by a man who loves his ESPN Plus subscription. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hello.
1: Hello, I do indeed. I wish it could uh, respond to keyboard commands. <laughs>
0: yeah, it doesn't quite work. It the, does I, not. the iPad app is good, right? You can it go is. backwards and forwards.
1: I think that's the problem, is I usually watch these games on the iPad app. So then whenever I, I try to watch it on our monitor here in the office, I hit the forward and backward arrows, and Daryl laughs and laughs at my expense. It's
0: because you kept doing it, even you, even though it obviously wasn't working. Well, there we've established that I'm smart. And uh, <laughs> there you go. That's what happens. So what game were you watching? What game were we watching? We I were watching
1: Forward Madison, playing host to our Richmond Kickers. Yeah. Yes. Kickers getting a 1-0 win on the road. Yep. Three straight wins. We for the sent kickers. forward
0: Madison into retreat. Yeah, there you go. They're backward Madison yeah. for at least the last half an hour.
1: We, we made them whatever the opposite of Flamingos are. <laughs> Does it work that way?
0: I don't know if there's an opposite <laughs> of Flamingos. Penguin, I guess? Yes. The They're penguins. shorts, they waddle. That's back,
1: it. The backwards penguins. <laughs> yes, exactly. They actually belong in cold weather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, the, um, I should say mm-hmm. the Madison, the atmosphere at the ground, mm-hmm. I think there were nearly 5,000 people there, and they were all nice and close to the field. It looked nice and lively.
1: It did because, yeah, they had the wraparound. They had fans just behind the goal. They had fans in the stands. They had a, a giant dartboard that I'm assuming was for kicking soccer balls at. Yes, but, I yeah, so. you got the vibe that it was like a, a fun atmosphere uh-huh. uh, to enjoy a soccer game. I also
0: saw behind one of the goals there was a bar called the crossbar. You know, I love a pun. That's well done. Yeah. That's well done. It's pretty good, right? You know what wasn't so good, though? The camera work not so much I don't think it's the camera position it's not quite not quite high enough for my liking I like to see the formations things
1: can be two things my friend because I think even though they were very close to the action so it made it hard to see a lot of what was going on it was also the case that there were those moments of like oh
0: yeah I gotta move the camera <laughs>
1: like the ball would be passed and then it was that frantic catch up as fast as they could
0: even for the uh, the Richmond mm-hmm. Kickers goal in yes. the 69th minute scored by Daniel Jackson mm-hmm. there's a moment where the ball is out of shot and you yes. don't know what's happening yes yeah.
1: and I think also the replay camera because there's always that like the wide angle, such as it was for this game, and then uh-huh. there's the secondary. It's the wide angle, such as it was. Yes, and then the secondary camera for this one, when they showed us that replay, it was like as Daniel Jackson tries to go around the goalkeeper the first time, but none of the build up, nothing like that. Yeah. So I think we were limited. We pieced it together. See. Yeah,
0: we pieced it together more or less when she figured out how the keyboard didn't work. <laughs> um, let's <Are> we, stick- <laughs> yeah,
1: that's that's worth noting. I shouldn't really be throwing shade at
0: people when I'm still like back button, back button, no work. <laughs> Let's do it the kicker's formation. All right. We went with the back three again. We did. We could, we could call it a 3 5 2, I, I think is the best way to call it, because mm-hmm. the uh, so Lockerbie and Hughes were the right right wing back, left wing yep. back. There wasn't very often them all the way back in mm-hmm. a back five, right? No. So it really was more like a thr- 3 5 2.
1: Yeah, it was. And there, I would almost say it goes to the like 3 5 1, or it's like 3 5 1 1, and one of those ones is Joe Gallardo doing kind yes. of whatever he wants.
0: So it started with Gallardo underneath Chin. Yeah. Um, I'd say when the kickers are defending, he's, they're in a two. Yeah. Like Gallardo is level with true, Chin. True. Yeah. But when they're kicking. Are, have possession mm-hmm. it seems like Gerda has lots of freedom he's essentially like uh, Diego Maradona in 1986 yeah. Argentina played this formation
1: exactly the same um, <laughs> but no like I, I should clarify I didn't say that just to be like pedantic like it was more of a 1-1 than a 2 <laughs> but what I mean more so is that I think this formation it's like
0: Calculon <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Calculon is acting. <laughs> um, that's who that is, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Making sure I know things. I can't quite do the beautiful voice that he has. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about Gallardo. Uh no, Let's talk about Calculon somewhere. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, but I, I was I was making that uh, distinction to note that I think the Kickers have found a way to sort of get their defense solid, get enough numbers in midfield to be able to keep possession and not have some of the problems we've seen early in the season. But then it allows Gallardo to kind of float around and sort of occupy He doesn't have defensive space. responsibilities, exactly, as much, right? and that's what when i he has so some, key.
0: but he doesn't have to get back all the way back to midfield exactly. and be in a shape. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it allows him to sort of, instead of do that, he can sort of notice like, oh, that center back's too far forward or too far wide and I can occupy the space between and that will pull the other center back and that opens up space on the other side. He can overload sides. Exactly. I think he can pay attention to stuff off the ball, which allows him to find himself in better attacking positions.
0: Yes. And then the other thing is, um, there seems to me a lot more movement from the kickers midfield and the key to this goal Mm -hmm. is the movement of Josh Hughes. I believe it's Will Hughes. No, it's not. It's Josh Hughes. (laughs) It's Josh Uh, Hughes. So we mentioned that he started Mm -hmm. at left wing back. Um, there's a substitution in, what, the 60th minute or so. Mm-hmm. Thompson comes in, uh, Thompson plays left wing back, and Josh Hughes goes back to his more regular position, because yeah. where we first saw him, mm-hmm. um, as part of the midfield three. Yes. Right? Yeah. But it's what he does in there for the build-up to this goal, scored by Jackson, who'd mm-hmm. just come on for chin, what, three minutes ago, yep. that I think is really important. I'd like you to describe it because you spotted it first.
1: I mean, I spotted aspects of it because, again, a lot of it is off camera because <laughs> yeah. we're very close up. But, yeah, he starts on the kind of... Right side, not like on the far right touch line but in like the right side of those three central midfielders. Yeah. And you see him as the ball is being worked around from Fitzgerald to Magales and around the kind of defense. It's
0: the three center backs, I think, yeah. pass it to each other, right? Yeah. So it's a Quai, Shinosky, Magales. Yeah.
1: And Hughes makes the run from right to left. And it. And it is definitely, in watching it again, a thing that has been emphasized or practiced or drawn up that it's not just him making a sort of aimless run to the other side of the field into open space because that wouldn't be a natural thing. Your natural thing would be like, I'll drift wider or I'll kind of stay in a supporting space in case the ball comes this way. I think it's clear that the kickers have worked on overloading a side and getting bodies into spaces that have been vacated by other players. And so when we see Hughes pop up, uh, one more time in that run, he has kind of lost his mark and is moving into wide open space. And then when we see him again, because again, the camera cuts off a little bit, cuts back, and we see him basically having been played in, getting the through ball, yeah. and then playing a Are through ball sure of his Thompson. Thompson
0: gives it to him? Yeah. It like, so. gets worked wide mm-hmm. to Thompson in the left wing back spot, and then he can give it yeah. to Hughes in midfield, who's mostly open. Mm-hmm. And then he plays a through ball yep. intended for Joe Gallardo. Yep. But it doesn't get there. It's really fortunate for the kickers that it doesn't get there.
1: It is. Because, I mean, Gallardo, we think, has made a run from an onside position. Again, it's tough to say. But we think Gallardo would have been onside. But even then, he has to get around the defender, number 27, who was... Yes. Thank you. Um, Not from Brooklyn
0: Nine-Nine. Not so much,
1: no. She she would have cut it out. She would have broken his legs while also (laughs) winning the ball, yes. Um, But doing it very calmly and coolly while wearing a leather jacket. (laughs) Um, But here Diaz, I think, tries to make a play on the ball. And if Gallardo collects it, I think Diaz can get goal side, slow the run down, or, you know, make the professional foul. But because Diaz goes for the slide tackle, he ends up playing in Jackson, who probably was offside. I'm going to say
0: definitely. It's yeah. kind of hard from the camera mm-hmm. angle, but it feels to me like he's like five yards offside. Yeah,
1: but because it comes off the defender, it's an active play by a yep. defender, not offside anymore. Not offside. Uh, and maybe that catches Jackson by surprise a little bit, because he then <laughs> tries to run the goalkeeper. Doesn't do it cleanly. But Yeah, it, Dane St. Clair. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah, of course, Dane. Saint Clair yep. in the all black uh, kids, uh-huh. but yes, uh, but then the ball pops back up to Jackson. He's able to finish. We think again because for a moment I think the commentator is about to say like, oh and puts it just wide or something like that, and then has to adjust mid sentence realizing that actually he scored.
0: And Jackson, I'd like, say, doesn't do well in terms of going around Saint Clair mm-hmm. because Saint Clair gets a foot in, yeah. <laughs> um, and the ball the ball pops up, and then Jackson does really well to mm-hmm. just react one time, put it in the bottom corner yep. after initially not doing so well. Goal's
1: a goal. That's Goal's a goal. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, Jackson with the goal. It Finishes 1-0 to the kickers. There's one substitution that's kind of interesting. Maxi Rodriguez yeah. comes in. Maxi Rodriguez we find really interesting because at the start of the season, he was like the key central midfielder. All the possession game would go through Maxi mm-hmm. Rodriguez. There's definitely been a change that coincides with this three now three-game winning streak where Braden Troyer is the central midfielder and is not in charge of possession so much as he is a more of a defensive player. But it seems like then the ball gets spread around a lot more. And that, I think that works for the kickers a lot more.
1: I think it does. Uh, we haven't talked to Coach Bulo, we haven't talked to anybody else from the kickers about this necessarily, but yeah. my guess is that it's not even really about like, oh, Maxi was the problem, he couldn't do it. I think it's that when we saw Maxi Rodriguez, a lot of times it was in a four, it was like a, a back four, and then Rodriguez ahead of them. Yeah. So he was dropping in, and maybe he is a little bit better on the ball and in moving the ball than, say, Braden Troyer. I'd say definitely. But is. when the kickers move to that back three, you don't need that as much as you need that midfielder who can kind of put out fires and, like, be the defensive that policeman makes sense. almost. Yeah. And maybe that's not Rodriguez's game as much as it is Braden Troyer's. Yeah,
0: okay, that makes sense, yeah. So, but it's good that like, he, was ca- he's, he is captain, mm-hmm. I suppose, right? Um, so Maxi comes in for the yeah. last 15, 20 minutes and is part of the defensive rearguard as mm-hmm. the kickers see this out. Yes,
1: yeah, I mean, and basically but he didn't does... replace
0: Troyer, right? He played, like, left, right. center, mid. That's exactly. the interesting part, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think you're right. Maybe it is a change. I mean, we should talk to the coaching staff. And, we, and like,
1: and I'm not trying to, like, like make it even more negative for Maxi, who I probably, I'm guessing is probably not loving that he's gone from captain and starting every game to sitting on the bench and playing the final ten minutes. Yeah. But even to emphasize why we think maybe Troyer is starting in some of those moments when Maxi's on the field, you see him be a little bit late to close down or be yeah, a little yeah. bit late to leave his well, over pursue. Yeah. yeah, and I think those are the reasons why maybe that didn't work for him doing that defensive job the yes. way Braden Troyer has been been able to do.
0: That makes sense to me. The other interesting thing in terms of selection is you know Chin starting, mm-hmm. Jackson comes in and scores three minutes later, and because. He- it's the, you could call it the 3-5-1-1, one, one. one of the ones is mm-hmm. going to be Guiardo every yep. time, because there's no doubt about it he's the kicker's best player, right? Yes. He's the most dangerous player. He's so dangerous that Diaz was so terrified the ball was getting to him <laughs> that he put Jackson through on goal instead. I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> um, but then for that one striker spot, it's essentially Chin versus Jackson, yep. and they're in, a, they're in a contest now to see who starts the game. They are.
1: I, I think...
0: I find it hard to choose.
1: I feel like David Buehler does not. I feel like it is De- uh, Dennis Chin until it's not, yep. and I think like It's probably one of those things, like I've heard Alan Gordon talk about this, how he used to get all this credit when he was playing for San Jose because he would come in and score these important goals. But he was like, yeah, it's because I came on to the 80th minute when everybody's tired and I'm not. (laughs) Like, I can score those goals because maybe the defender's a little bit more tired. Yeah, one they'll ask
0: you to boil them down.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there may be that element here that, like... Uh, Chin runs around, causes all these problems. Gallardo runs around, causes all these problems. So when Jackson comes in, maybe he's going up against a slightly more fatigued back line. Yeah. I take your point, though, that Jackson has scored the goal. So then you do wonder
0: You never know. If he got
1: the goal or do you flip it around and let Chin be the impact sub uh, at home
0: to Toronto. Yeah, we'll find out on Saturday when the Kickers host Toronto FC2. We certainly will. It's a 7 p.m. Eastern kickoff at City Stadium. I haven't been is. to a game for like a month, mostly because the Kickers have been away uh, and they had the week off. And yeah, it's just been a little while since I saw a game. I don't remember the last game we went. To. yeah so th- it's weird for us right because we were regular attendees it was early july maybe i think it's
1: probably the last time we went that sounds game. about right yeah weird. but
0: we're definitely going to be there saturday mm-hmm. night right saturday august 17th 7 p.m eastern against toronto fc2 this is the big... last
1: game i went to was when they got uh beat up for the second time by, by north texas Ooh, that was yeah, the last game I went with that to. peppy
0: goal from mm-hmm. distance yeah um okay this game's big yeah because the kickers are in ninth place right now with 21 points well clear of Orlando at the bottom. <laughs> All right. But in eighth place, Toronto FC2 with 23 By points. By the way, clear of Orlando is what you want to be. You do. <laughs> in life and in terms of oh, the standings. We, don't need, <laughs> we didn't just throw shade at the whole city. Nah, just the team that's bottom of USL League 1. Okay. Um, but the kickers are two points behind Toronto FC2, uh-huh. hosting them. That means if we win, we go a point clear and still we'll have a game in hand because we've played a game fewer. Playoffs are a long shot at this point, right? What Ten games left. We are... Uh, nine points outside the playoffs. Hey, you never know. We could have
1: a 1980s sports movie style montage and we end up making the playoffs. But why
0: not? You got to have a montage. (laughs) (laughs) The montage. Show a lot of things. happen at once. Remind everyone of what's going on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Three wins in a row. Could make it four. Could jump into eighth place ahead of Toronto FC. Beautiful. That is going to be Saturday night. face, Canada. 7 p.m. at City Stadium. Potentially. We'll be there. You should be there too. We're not paid to say that. We just think you should. Yeah. Especially if you're in Richmond. Maybe if you live in Portland, it's a long way.
1: It is. Uh, but maybe if you need to uh, incentivize being here, you could s- come to the Kickers game on Saturday. You could stay for the Leadberry warehouse sale, which oh, is yes. happening next week. We should talk a little bit about Leadberry for a moment. Yes. Uh, Leadberry, our Richmond-based... Uh,
0: Clo- like what would you say like clothier like clothier, hi- that, highfalutin clothier if clothier is a word then yes okay
1: yes <laughs> uh, but they are they started off makers of the of like very very nice uh, I should say like handmade locally made uh, shirts made in loc- Europe actually made in Europe locally designed, designed in the US say. thank made you made in Europe yes but like basically it's it's better than the shirt you own <laughs> is, is I think what <laughs> we're going to go with on that one uh, but every year they do their annual warehouse sale yes. where there are like discounts up to 75% off so you can get they usually very expensive shirts and pants and pocket squares and ties and everything else that you might need for uh, considerably lower than you would the rest of the year.
0: And the sale goes um, August 21st, yeah. which is a Wednesday through the weekend. So mm-hmm. it's the first day is Wednesday the 21st. It goes through the weekend. Yeah.
1: But if you – so we're assuming a lot of the people listening oh, to this are in the Richmond area. Co-owned
0: by a soccer player. Oh, yeah. Uh, our friend Paul Watson mm-hmm. is one of the two Pauls that owns it. He is a very good soccer player. He's a very good soccer player. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, let's, let's get him out more this season. Let's make that happen. <laughs>
1: let's share it some more soccer yeah. Paul. And,
0: a, and a kicker's crowd member he turns up for a lot of kicker's yeah, games exactly. A lot. yeah exactly uh,
1: but say uh, if you're a Richmond like uh listener then you can go to the Ledbury Warehouse Sale next week uh, if you are not in Richmond say you're oh, a Ford yeah, Madison yeah. fan and you maybe are now intrigued by this uh, yeah. by this shirt maker in Richmond <laughs> then uh, if you want to participate you can because you can go online yes and use the discount code I believe it's TSS it's TSS 2019 TSS
0: 2019 mm-hmm. use that at ledbury.com L-E-D-B-U-R-Y dot Come, TSS twenty nineteen will get you twenty percent off your first lead breed purchase. Yes, or
1: a million percent off. We'll see. I'm not really it's sure. <laughs> you don't think it's a million percent? Let's ask Paul. <laughs>
0: He would say no. He would run the numbers and say that might put us out of business. Yes.
1: He probably wouldn't be a big fan <laughs> of that one. So, yeah, 20% uh, off instead, TSS 2019. Or if you're in the kind of central Virginia area, come on down. Come, come on Lidbury. down. Yeah.
0: Come on down to Crazy Ed's. Yeah. No, come on down to Sensible Paul. Oh,
1: uh, I was going uh prices Right style.
0: Oh, I see. Come on down. <laughs> the, the store is on Broad Street. Yep. It's the Broad Street flagship store. If mm-hmm. you're coming to the warehouse sale, Starting August 21st. There we are. All right. So thank you to Ledbury for sponsoring today's Richmond Kickers Weekly. And thank you to the Kickers for winning three games in a (laughs) row. (laughs) let's make it four it's more fun to talk about kickers goals I mean, than opposition goals it
1: certainly is it just seems slightly strange to me to thank a team for winning a game well
0: I feel thankful <laughs> and we'll see if they can do it again on Saturday Actually,
1: let me, let me yeah. phrase that I feel like a lot of times when people thank a team for winning it's like screaming and like
0: you did it thank you so much like this is the <laughs> best I've never heard it said very like and thank you all for winning <laughs> it's more polite right? uh, and to you <laughs> <laughs> so in celebration yeah. let's have the Red Army play us out